The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. John was standing with two of his disciples, and as he watched Jesus walk by, he said, Behold the Lamb of God. The two disciples heard what he said and followed Jesus. Jesus turned and saw them following him and said to them, What are you looking for? And they said to him, Rabbi, which translated means teacher, where are you staying? He said to them, Come, and you will see. So they went and saw where he was staying, and they stayed with him that day. It was about four in the afternoon. Andrew, the brother of Simon Peter, was one of the two who heard John and followed Jesus. He first found his own brother Simon and told him, We have found the Messiah, which is translated Christ. Then he brought him to Jesus. Jesus looked at him and said, You are Simon, the son of John. You will will be called Cephas, which is translated Peter. The Gospel of the Lord. John's gospel is, is radically different from the other three synoptics, especially when it comes to the vocation stories. Because the other vocation stories, we hear about Jesus' call for the disciples very differently. But I really appreciate this one with Andrew. Andrew's mentioned the others, but this one is, is especially good. But I just like painting a picture too. So, okay, here's John the Baptist doing his thing, you know. Da, da, da. He's got his disciples, they're doing their thing. Da, da, da. And here comes Jesus, just like, da, da, da. and John's like, whoa, there's the Messiah. And they're like, check it, we're out, bye. Hey, where are you going, man? And it's so funny because at the end of John's gospel, uh, Thomas, when Jesus is telling them, like, I, like, you know where I'm going, they're like, we don't know where you're going. It's like, but, but Andrew literally is like, hey, where are you staying? Follow me. Okay. There's that reality compared to the end of the gospel when, when like, he's going to actually leave. They're like, where are you going? It's like, you know where I'm going. It's like, we don't know where you're going. What happened? What was the change of that relationship? I don't know. I just think it's hilarious to consider. Moving on. So that's something to ponder. But when they go, the key is... Andrew recognizing who Jesus is he can't keep it to himself he's not going to keep it to himself he's got to go back to to Simon to Peter and what I love about that is ultimately there are probably more Andrews out there than there are Peters maybe we don't always think of ourselves as an Andrew one who actually acknowledges who God is and then like want to bring others to him. So yesterday, yeah, Tuesday, the diocese uh, hosted um, the Andrew dinner. It's a dinner. Uh, priests invite uh, young men who are, who've been contemplating, thinking about the priesthood uh, to come and interact, to have conversation, dialogue with other seminarians and, and priests. And it just so happened, it was in conjunction with another event going on um, known as the Little Flower Holy Hour. So once a month, uh, the diocese on a Tuesday night, hosted by the Sarah Club, they do a holy hour at the Mother Garen Chapel 
uh, at the cathedral. Long story short, I got roped into this, so I'm driving to Fort Wayne yesterday. But I stopped at the Andrew dinner because I wanted to see the guys and say hi and just let them know, like, hey, this event's going on. And Father Andrew Bazinski, who's the vocation director, jokes all the time that the Andrew dinner is named after him because he likes food, whatever. But it's named after St. Andrew. Andrew, who was the one who went and introduced others to Christ. Because the idea is, like, as priests, like, we go out to introduce other people to Christ. And these young men, if they feel that as a vocation, like, we need to introduce them to the Lord uh, in, a, in a new way, in a deeper way. So it was really cool because I, I saw a lot of people I, I knew from Fort Wayne, and there was five from St. Vincent's, so I'm like, man, these are my guys. I know these guys. So next year, we'll get some guys from Wabash to go. But I reminded them, I said, well, I can't stay. I'm, I'm off to do this, this holy hour. And why that was so important for them to know is because whatever their vocation, they end up in life, whether that's, you know, to the priesthood, married life, consecrated single life, there were these individuals who've dedicated their time, their energy, their talents to simply praying for them. Uh, and in turn have prayed for me and have prayed for, for many of the priests of this diocese. So not only do we go and invite others to the Lord, but we also go and in silence pray for them. That's so cool. How that's wrapped into St. Elizabeth and Seton, who is today, is really neat because it's my, my parish I went through our CIA. That's where I was baptized. She was two miles down the road from the seminary that we attend. And she's a convert. She, she had to find the Lord as well. And, and the thing is, like they, she had many different types of Andrews in her life introduce the church to her. But it wasn't easy. And she had, to, she had to fight for that. She had to go through a lot of turmoil. She lost her husband. She's lost children. She lost women in her religious community. I mean, she lost her whole standing. She lost it all for him. And isn't that what Jesus tells us to do? Yeah. Sell everything, surrender everything, give it all away. I mean, she had to give away her, her status, all these things, comforts, her home. She, she went across the ocean to discover who he was. Sometimes we just have to cross the street. Sometimes we just have to go into the other room. But regardless, there is, I guarantee, someone in our lives that we are called to be an Andrew for, that we are called to go, tell them about this, and bring them back. And I bet if we really think about it, we can think of the Andrews we've had in our lives, the ones who have brought us to the Lord. So our challenge today is really simple. It's just gratitude. It's prayers of gratitude. Lord, thank you for the people you put in my life who helped me grow in relationship with you. Lord, thank you for the people you've brought to my life that you're calling me to deepen relationship with, with you. I could keep going. It'd be a big ramble. Um, the point is, the Lord, in his awesomeness, simply wants to use us so people can better know him. 
in our simplicity, in our prayer, the Lord uses that to help hearts be set on fire to say yes to him. And in the fact that we have the, the funeral for Pope Benedict Sixteenth tomorrow, the fact that we have 18 men to be ordained of the diaconate on Saturday, the fact that there were 22 young men last night opening themselves up to a potential vocation of the priesthood, the fact that there are countless religious communities of women and sisters out there uh, seeking uh, to pray for the good of the church, the fact that there are couples who are seeking holiness in relationship to have good marriages, the fact is that you are here to give worship to God all means that someone, somewhere, introduced us to him. So we give thanks for those individuals who've introduced us to the Lord.